My name is Roman Leva. I am the host of Harsh Truths Podcast, harshtruthspodcast.com. And you are? I am Zen Shigo, and I am known as Cremation Lily. I'm really glad to be speaking with you today. I know that things are kind of uncertain in the world right now with uh, the COVID-19 crisis, and we're all kind of uh, socially distanced. And I'm hoping we can kind of take a break from that uh, kind of universal psychic stress and sit down and, and have a chat about your upcoming EP, More Songs About Drowning. I know that 2019 was kind of a rather quiet year for Cremation Lily in comparison to prior years of the project. Um, mm -hmm. I know you had a, a track that you released with uh, featuring Mercy. Mm -hmm. And uh, at, towards the end of the year, you also had another collaboration, um, which was a Thursday cover song. Yeah, after In England Now Underwater came out in 2018, because that was such a long process and because it, it, they were quite old songs, even when it was mixed and when it was released, because that process took so long, what I really wanted to do was take a step back um, work on just individual songs or individual small projects so we had the the um lovers against the rocks remixes which you know didn't come out for a while afterwards completely defeating the point of what i wanted to do in the first place but um then the second song with doves understanding forever which was itself kind of a remix or rework of an, a previous song that was on a, a compilation tape the idea was to slow it down and just do you know one song at a time and once that song is done put it out and then it's done and i can move on to the next thing um but it didn't last very long and then eventually i just got roped up into working on this ep which has now taken um i think the first recordings probably were in 2018 probably the end of 2018 so it's been a very long time i think we had discussed this uh, back in 2017, when I when I first interviewed you, uh, that um, while the presentation might change over the years for Cremation Lily, the the space that it occupies kind of remains maybe maybe saying remains the same is a bit too constricting, but um, you can start at the beginning of of the project and you can listen even now to the new EP. And it's not like I wouldn't know who made this work, you know, it still feels like it occupies that same universe. Talk me through the beginning of starting to work on more songs about drowning. Basically, the idea was it would be the next step in these small little chunks of, of projects, but it would kind of be a, a culmination of those as well. So originally it was going to be um, Understanding Forever, Deep Blue, and then maybe one or two other songs and that was my focus after Deep Blue came out. So I started working on Sinking Alright. I think that was the first song that I worked on for the EP. Um, I think if you listen to that somewhere in the background there's all sorts of different things going on and that was just because I was trying to figure out what that what I was actually doing basically and and the chaos that came from trying to cram all of my ideas into one song is kind of what makes that song interesting and why it, it it spurred me to keep going and keep creating more and more so maybe I could 
kind of focus and work and session some of these ideas to create something that was a bit bigger than just here's two songs I have previously done that were separate. They could work together, but they, they weren't created to work together and then turn that into something that was created to be a whole almost 30 minute experience as opposed to just, you know, a collection of songs. That was kind of the, the first steps towards um, the first steps towards the EP and then it just spiraled out of control after that. When I saw the list of collaborators that you sent over with with this EP, um, I think I told you, I, I thought if someone handed me this list and said, now go make some tracks, <laughs> I would just start crying because I wouldn't even know how to, how to make all these people. Um, mm fit together uh, uh let alone like add my own material in, into that mix um uh, but um it 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 turned out incredible i mean it's it's very cohesive there's nothing that really stands out and and doesn't 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 fit the the role that it's playing it's fascinating to me that you kind of had the creative bravery to to work with such a wide wide list of people and i mean it, we're talking about people that go in the range of you know like harsh noise to to electronic music to to more like ambient music to um you know wicca phase and and jeff so when you started out were you like all right i'm going to bring all my all my people together <laughs> it was uh, an idea to to work with different people i would i feel much more um much more satisfied creatively if i'm doing something that is challenging myself and something that's pushing myself to go outside of the of um sort of those comfortable levels that i often operate in um it is it is a crazy list of of people to be part of one thing your own art should be that it should be completely your own taste and i didn't think um anyone else at this point could pull all of that together it kind of makes absolutely no sense but then when you listen to it i think it makes perfect sense absolutely yeah it didn't have this big arc and like i'm gonna do this you know this half hour ep and it's gonna have this many songs on the a side and this many songs on the b side and every song has to be five minutes because it has to fit on a c20 or you know whatever else i think in england now underwater was one of the first times i worked without that limitation and i just made songs to make songs and whatever they were they were um and this ep kind of carries that on so to me even though this is a, a bit of a departure it lines up really well with the last couple of albums and so processes and instruments into in, in england now underwater and this feels like the next the next step um in england now underwater actually had more voices and vocals and my own vocals on it along with more obvious spoken word than i think most people realize but it's just you know it's just all washed and walked through so many layers of tape that it just becomes kind of part of the of the um of the debris of that album but yeah the ep just works in that same sense but you can actually uh pick out some of the individual parts through the debris this time i've always loved how and i don't i don't personally think you do you do this on purpose but you you speak about your music in reference to the ocean you know even in just saying like well it's, <laughs> it gets 
it get wa it gets washed out over and over and then and then, and then you, you're talking about debris and immediately i'm like mm -hmm. yeah like you know like driftwood or something i think it's just the way that i think about most things you know it's um i'm just drawn to the things that that give back to me what i what i need basically i haven't really been thinking about anything other than the ep for musically for a while um so i'm just kind of caught up in the in the language that i've been thinking about it in when i listened to you in england now underwater uh, uh the mm. title is perfect because you feel you feel underwater the entire time you're listening to it you really or at least i do and and in a sense i feel a little a little lost in it much like mm. i would I don't know how to swim so much like how I would feel if I was thrown mercilessly into the sea. Um, and it's so, it's, it's, it's interesting to me too, because, uh, if I think about it in terms of the listener experience linearly, I go from that to, you know, the lovers reworse and, and understanding and deep blue. And by the time I get to deep blue, like it's hope, hopeless and like a, in a, in a way that's not like necessarily depressing. It's just, you know, kind of being exhausted from swimming against the tide or just trying to pull oneself to the surface. And even though this EP is called More Songs About Drowning, you know, the first track is called Don't Drown and the second track is called Water Dries on Our Skin. And and by the end of the, the, the listening experience, I, I sort of feel like I'm outside of that water that I've been in for, you know, almost three years thinking about this in that metaphor like I'm kind of at the edge of the beach kind of looking back at that mm -hmm. entire experience and while undoubtedly like a real emotional toll is taken I leave it feeling a little a little less hopeless than I than maybe I would have felt you know say like deep blue at the point on deep blue so um, that's just my interpretation of that listening experience and and I just didn't uh, I don't want to. I don't want to speak for anyone else, but my own. But I, I do know that I was listening to this with my girlfriend Nina, and and she was even like, she's like, I'm getting, I'm getting a little choked up, like just listening to this. And I was like, yeah, it's really, it's a really powerful, like experience. And and yeah, I don't know where I'm going with that, but but <laughs> you know, well, like I, I I can say that is basically when it came time to structuring and when it came time to actually finalize what these songs were so there was absolutely a, a narrative change and uh, an end point that hopefully the listener gets to that sort of rising from the water and, and, and pulling yourself out which is as we spoke about on the harsh truths episode um, a couple of years ago almost drowning was was a big um, influence on lots of music that I've done over the past five years or so um, and just finally feeling like I can work on music that is informed by that as opposed to being utterly consumed by it. With the EP, there's um, there's obviously Wiccafays and Doves and Jeff Rickley. Vocals <clears throat> seem to be more upfront with that kind of, uh, uh, in, in conjunction also with the with, with Deep Blue. Um, are you are you writing the lyrics or is it like a collaborative effort for the lyrics? How did you approach that? The reason it worked is I sent it to people that I trusted completely to, to you know, I knew what they did would work with what I was doing. Um, so 
basically sent them my lyrics and my sort of half finished song and they went in the directions that they that made sense to them it, it couldn't have been made with anyone else you know there was there's plenty of other people that I want to work with and there's many many projects that I need to find time for but in regards to this EP I knew that we shared a, a, a sort of kinship or we shared a um, shared an approach to um, how we express ourselves um, that made perfect sense so we're sort of wrapping up here and um, obviously those who are listening to this interview now will have already heard the stream of the new record um, and like them I'm wondering like how can we get our hands on this release and what's next that is the absolute perfect question <laughs> so so professional and well well presented um no one will know that we just had a discussion about <laughs> how that may cause anxiety for me um so um yes the tape and the digital um and some other little bits and pieces will come out on april 21st um so not you know not too far off um and then after that date um various different things that are related to the creation of the ep and inspired by the ep will start kind of coming to to light so um going on from there i'm working on um like how music and fragrance work hand in hand and i've been thinking about that for over a year at this point and kind of very slowly working towards a point where i can present music and fragrance together and whether that will be like a live setting or whether it's like i just like make some perfume oil and then just sort of <laughs> send it to the people that i you know the, the few people that i know will appreciate it i don't know i don't know so yeah april 21st and then um weird stuff after that pretty much I, th I think noise and fragrance is the future of, of, <laughs> of noise. Like I think tapes are on the way out. Um, and I'm I looking for, I'm looking forward to <laughs> making a whole lot of space in my library and a whole lot less space <laughs> in my perfume tray. Um, mm -hmm. yeah, so that's um, very exciting to me. It's, uh, it's weird, isn't it? It's, it? To me, it seems like a really obvious crossover interest in terms of noise can be so abstract that you, you have no idea where it came from, or it can be this sort of study in um, mundanity or this study of process. And I think fragrance is all of those same things. It can be abstract and it can be blown out and it can be um, abrasive, but it can also be like a real just droning study of one note or, you know, it, it, it makes a lot of sense as a, as a two interests that go hand in hand they make a lot of sense together uh, thanks again zen for sharing some thoughts sharing some sounds and can't wait till we talk again yeah the pleasure is mine roman thank you very much and everyone should subscribe to past truths podcast because it is a really insightful really thoughtful 
vital and interesting resource for people that are interested in um, underground music. So thank you for what you do and thank you for taking the time to talk with me. Thank you so much. Yeah, I wanted to thank you for your time, but also thank you for saying yes when I said I am using the noise sources you sent to me to create this just unknown mess of a, of a EP um, at that point. And uh, yeah, thanks for saying yes, and thanks for <laughs> for uh, believing in what I was going to be doing with them because there's um, there's a I feel like there's a lot of people that wouldn't. <laughs> um, I'm glad you did. I'm I'm glad I did too. And I mean, thank you, thank you first and for, and foremost for your friendship over the years. And I found a peer that not only that I respected and appreciated, but someone who. I can believe in that I can say, here's my terrible broken radio contact mic uh, screeching. I know that you're not going to embarrass me anymore with this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it makes um, well, yeah, it makes perfect sense on um, peers and on like meeting people that you have this connection with just quickly. I think that's kind of something else that this EP represents in that it's, it's not confined to, and we, we spoke about it slightly already, but it's not confined to just what makes sense or just what the listener is expecting. Um, it is people that are good and people that I believe in all together. You know, it, it kind of goes beyond peers and scenes and, and aesthetics and just is what it is.